Hey everybody, it's a bit of a somber start uh, to the episode because as you all have known, this isn't certainly not like breaking news. Uh, Betty White passed away. And we also lost Bob Saget, Mm -hmm. which is like, okay, enough of these people. (laughs) Calm down. Uh, Who else died? Louis Anderson died? Meatloaf died? Oh my god, okay. But we're focusing on Betty White this episode. Um, we're picking... She is my favorite of all of those. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're picking her masterpiece um, to to talk about. Uh, no, honestly, I mean, yeah, she's been in other movies, and this is like a a stupid monster movie. But we're doing like Placid, and she has a really funny role in this movie. It was certainly like memorable for me in particular. I know this is like the first time you'd seen this movie. I remember watching it as like a young kid and actually being afraid, but her part was something that like, I honestly think that was probably like the first time that I had any exposure to Betty White. Really? Yeah. Because like, I didn't watch the golden girls until I was like a, maybe a bit older. I didn't know her as Rose before I knew her at, was it Dolores? Uh, you would know better than I would. Um, well, no, I need you to know all of these people's names. Okay, it was, it was Dolores, I think Bickerman was her last name. You're looking at... I am not. The, I am not. The IMDb page. So, totally not. Y'all will see why I made that reference. <laughs> yeah. He needs to know all of the characters' names in this film. In this, uh, 47% uh rotten tomatoes scored 99 masterpiece that i've seen once in my life uh and never before heard of before meeting you uh i need to know all of their names however one of the most beloved stories you know in cinema and literature it has a 91 percent on rotten tomatoes it does yeah oh imagine that but don't say it we're i don't want to spoil it i don't want to spoil our next episodes i'll bleep you out no, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to like get people to fine wonder. But just remember this: that I did not remember a name in a <laughs> movie a that I've seen once. <laughs> We're doing these out of order, and he gave me shit for not knowing all the people's names in this particular movie. Just oh, I cannot wait for them to know what movie this is. Oh my god, cannot wait! I bet you that somebody out there didn't like that movie. As I'm much. sure lots of people didn't, but I don't want to get into this. I don't. Okay. So here it is, Lake Placid. Jordan called it Lake Flaccid while we were about to start. Is that not what it's called? Oh, it's, it's Placid. Lake Placid. Pl- yeah. <laughs> to me, those not are flaccid. the same. My bad. Oh, you're so silly. Look at you being funny. Uh, yeah, it has a 47% on Rotten Tomatoes. Sure does. <laughs> but that means 47% of, of critics gave it a passable rating. <laughs> I will say I agree with you in that Betty White's parts were the best parts. Yeah, it's like the whole thing. That's why we are doing this, because Betty White was in this movie. Okay, I did ask you. I said, did you find another movie that you would want to talk about that Betty White is in? And you're like, nah, just do this one. Yeah, because I'd already gotten halfway through this one. I was not going to search for another. I think it was like between this and The Proposal were the only movies that I had seen that... 
had Betty White in them that weren't like animated. Yeah, the proposal is cute. We could have talked about the proposal. I would have loved to talk about the proposal over this one. But uh, yes, one of my favorite lines of hers in this movie was, if I had a dick, this is where I would tell you to suck it. Absolutely. Brilliant movie. Or brilliant line, I should say. Yeah, she she was great. The rest of it, not so great. And apparently there are sequels that I just saw just looking up this movie. Have you seen any of the sequels? No, but like all the monster movies have sequels and stuff. And obviously like the end of this movie kind of leaves it open for a sequel. Is this like a well-known monster movie? Lake Placid? Yeah, people like this movie. I mean, okay, like I would challenge you to go find some more monster movies and let's look at their Rotten Tomatoes scores. Oh, please no. God, please no. That's the thing. Like, they're none, none of them are, like, really highly rated. So I uh, learned something that I think is really cool. And it's not going to make you like this movie anymore. And it's not even about Betty White, but I still want to bring it up, okay? Okay. Uh, David E. Kelly wrote this. Now, do you have any idea who David E. Kelly is? Um. Yes. Give me one second. Shut just up. To kind of, like... <laughs> Pull it out of my memory real fast. You should tell me. me. Okay. So he created and wrote every episode of the Big Little Lies HBO (gasps) adaptation. What the fuck? That makes no sense. He listened to this. Those are so good. He he created the Nine Perfect Strangers show. Wow. Okay. Both of which I think are fantastic he created lost in legal oh wow and wrote over 60 episodes of that that is an iconic show even if you haven't seen it you would love that show it's so good not to mention he created the shows the practice which is a big deal doogie hauser with neil patrick harris created it harry's law which is with um kathy bates ally mcbeal that one i've heard of i know you've heard of that with calista flogart yeah and mr mercedes wow how and lake placid too <laughs> well no that's just like it's like the ideas based off of what he wrote he gets like know. the he's credited for it on imdb that must be true no uh that's that's bizarre to me that it is uh, weird it's very strange yeah you get better as you go along and i think that's what <laughs> happened to david e kelly but what I really, really was excited about is when I saw the name Steve Miner, because I know who Steve Miner is. Steve Miner is the director of this movie, and Steve Miner directed Halloween H2O, baby. Oh my God. Is that it? Just these two movies? This is the only two he's done? Oh, no. He did. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm sure. No, he's but he did the second and the third Friday the 13th movies as well. Oh, very cool. Very that is cool. the third movie is when. Jason gets his hockey mask. Oh, okay. So he's so like Steve Miner. You're welcome. <laughs> also, okay. If you're thinking about like, I, I'm blanking on his freaking name. God forbid. I know. Um, the boss at the beginning that is cheating on Bridget Fonda's character, mm-hmm. Kelly, is Jamie Lee Curtis's boyfriend in Halloween H two O. I've seen him other places too. Yeah, he's cute. And he looks like, he kind of looks like a younger, cuter Ben Stein, doesn't he? (laughs) Adam Arkin. Adam Arkin. Yeah, uh, his dad is um, this, like, nobody. (laughs) Okay. Named Alan Arkin. Yeah, he's Alan Arkin's son. But all that matters to me is that he was in Halloween H2O. Oh, 
Very cool. I know he looked familiar. I Oh, he's in Hitch? Ah, uh, okay. I love Hitch. Oh my god, can we do Hitch? Hitch is like one of my absolute favorite. I'm not even kidding. Like <laughs> It's in my top 25 movies. That movie just makes me so happy. Have we done a rom-com yet? Probably not. Speaking of cast, though, Brendan Gleeson... You told me a few things yes. that you knew him from. Um, he is in the village, and he is—he's one of the elders in the village. There's another very, very big franchise that he's a part of. Do you know who he is? Uh, I don't care. No, yes, of course I know who Brendan Gleeson is. Who can you... he doesn't really look like Brendan Gleeson. No, but can you no, tell me what it is? Yes, he's Madame Moody. Okay, now. Before you, I'm, I assume, I would hope that you watched Lake Placid before you watched Harry Potter 4. I assume that's the case. Yeah. So like when you watched Harry Potter 4, were you like, oh my God, that's, you know, Hank. That's Hank. That's Sheriff Hank. No. <laughs> no? Okay, never mind Because he looks like Matt and Moody. And also I was like, what? <laughs> I was seven when this movie came out and what, maybe like. 12 or 13 when Harry Potter 4 came out. So it was like even fresher back then is what you're telling me is what I'm hearing. <laughs> anyway. I didn't make those kinds of connections. Yeah. The surrounding characters that were around Betty White in this movie really pissed me off. Like I seeing Oliver Platt and Brendan Gleeson just fight the whole time and bicker. Uh, that was annoying. But you can't speak ill of like one of the actual coolest to ever live. Who? Bill Pullman. Yeah, he's good. He's good. I mean, he, he was he was also a annoying. Legend. But I do. Let's like do him. Casper. I would. I would kill to do Casper. Okay, let's just stop doing this movie and talk about Casper. Oh, we love you, Betty White, but we're talking about Casper. We now. love Betty White, but if we're gonna stop this, we're gonna actually like stop and watch Casper and then do an episode on it. I'm not just okay. half-ass talking about Casper right now. Okay, I know. We have a lot. We literally already have an episode in the tube. Let's do Casper, though. Absolutely. I love that I'm, movie. I'm down to, like, move everything we were planning on doing back one and do Casper. So, and then next, the next episode that we're doing, it was a very big movie in my childhood, and it was one that I didn't really have hesitations watching. I was sort of like, if I don't like this now, then that's fine. I ended up liking it, which is nice. But Casper, I'm genuinely afraid, like, won't hold up. I'm, I'm kind of afraid to watch it because I'm afraid nope. it's not going to be good. It's incredible. Are you? Sh when was the last time you saw it? It really scares me. It genuinely scares me that it's not going to hold up. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> and I'm not, like, going, like, oh, back to um, Lake Blasted. I just don't want to talk about more things that Bill Pullman's in because I forgot he's in Spaceballs. He is. He is. He is. <laughs> what a great fucking movie. Yeah, and I remember, like, Jordan made me watch that movie, and I, I thought I was going to hate it, and I really liked it. It was funny. It's a very, very funny movie. Oliver Platt, anytime I see him, the, the original thing that Oliver Platt was in for me was Bicentennial Man. Like, oh, yes. He will Another always movie be, you made me watch. Yeah, he will always be the Bicentennial Man guy for me, apart from Robin Williams, obviously. Apparently, I try to block this movie out, but apparently he was in Indecent Proposal as well. I don't remember that, but it's, he's credited. 
as oh Jeremy. My God. <laughs> I have no recollection of that movie at all. I don't either. No, no I, you know what? It's so funny because, like, I know we, like, trashed that movie, but I remember, like, parts of it that I liked. And Ugh. that's all I can remember. <laughs> I think maybe that's why I love so many movies is just because, like, I, the farther away, I don't, like, hold on to the negative things about it. They just, they surround, eventually surround themselves with this just, like, positivity fog. That Absolutely. Ugh. Absolutely. Gross. Um, but I think, like, the most iconic thing about this movie and the thing that I remember the most all the time is the very end. With the little ones? Yeah. Yeah. And she's, like, nibble on mommy's toes and, like... <laughs> Uh, like that is so freaking great and then the alligator on the back of the truck and you just see how large it is mm-hmm. i was waiting I, f- I feel like there's a big trope in movies like this where it's like the big discovery that it's like oh wait this big creature is a female we didn't get that in this but i think that's what they were trying to do which was like one of the most random parts of the movie was when the big one got stuck in the helicopter and then out of nowhere, another big one comes out and attacks someone. I forget who it was. And then they explode that one. They're like, huh, back down to one. That's so fucking dumb. It was so dumb. Apparently we were trying to connect that this creature was able to reproduce in some way. Absolutely. Do I have that correct? Yeah. 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 Well, clearly because there's little babies at the end. <laughs> Mariska Hargitay was in this. <laughs> I saw that, but I couldn't think of who she was. I think she was the best friend that that slept with the the boss. Oh, I only know about her because because of the love guru. <laughs> Do you know why? No. So, I think like I think it was their form of like. Ah, see, now I don't I don't want to get this wrong. It was like their greeting in the love guru. Like anytime. They would say, like, peace be with you or something. They would be like, Mariska Hargate. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't realize that. Uh, Instead of, like, namaste? Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess. Um, and I didn't realize that until she actually showed. Because <laughs> she appears in The Love Guru and he's like, Mariska Hargate. Mariska Hargate. <laughs> and that was a funny moment. <laughs> I just thought it was oh, a funny boy funny thing but nope she's a real person betty white killed her husband she admitted to killing her husband mm-hmm. and uh they didn't like immediately arrest her i thought that was fun <laughs> yeah that was interesting <laughs> oh and i also i read that i couldn't remember this but i have seen every episode of this show um apparently she's on boston legal betty and, white is yeah she's like in an episode and she also kills her husband with a frying pan nice you know what else she's in Community. Oh, yeah, she is in Community. She's great in Community. Yeah. What a fantastic show. I I remember that. I remember flipping out. She's wonderful. Okay, can we just talk about Bob Saget really quick, though? I mean, I guess, yeah. Because, like, Bob Saget, like, obviously he was on Full House, right? But How I Met Your Mother was, like, my favorite show for so long. And, like, for you guys that don't know, he, like, narrated that show. I was watching an episode the other day and I'm like, God, man, like he was so good. He was just so amazing. I don't know. I think to a degree, 
when someone has such an amazing career and is so well known and so beloved, obviously they're going to live on. So they're, they've become immortal. But it, it does sort of like startle you when they all start just dropping like flies. So many of them, you know? None of us get out of this alive. Well, that was clever. What what a t-shirt did you read that on? No, my mom always says that. That's something that she always says. I stole that really? from her. She read it off a t-shirt, though. Maybe. I don't know. Possibly. I'm just kidding. I love you, Mama Sato. I know you don't listen to this. <laughs> She's not listening. No. She will occasionally, actually. She'll, like, I'll visit her and she's like, oh, I listened to your last episode. So she does sometimes, but I doubt she'll be listening now. We'll see. I have a bit of a potty mouth. <laughs> so I'm like always like okay if like our parents don't listen to this because anytime that i ever have this on and i like show my mom you know something that we did she's like oh you said fuck like and now it's on the internet like yeah mom, i said fuck on the internet a bunch of times yep a whole lot that ship has sailed i don't think i've said it once ever never Lake Placid is not a great movie, but it has a great performance in it. She saves this movie. This movie is like nothing without Betty White. Her parts are very good. I'm glad we got a chance to talk about that. I'm glad I learned that David E. Kelly and Steve Miner were a part of this because I had no idea. and That's really dope. I immediately saw David E. Kelly's name and was like, I know that name. Let me click on this. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. I need to do better at uh, at crediting more writers. I feel like directors I'm still trying to learn, but I, I couldn't name a single writer. So I need to be better at that because they're obviously a big part of movies as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's crazy because like, I mean, so many of, of what David E. Kelly has done is is TV and writers are like king in television, mm-hmm. you know. He's had a big part in a lot of these shows. So that's really cool because I really like a lot of the work he's done. And obviously Steve Miner directed one of my favorite Halloween movies ever made. So Do you know who's king in uh in writing? In writing? So if writers are king in shows, who's king in writing? Stephen King. God damn it, you stole my joke. I was going to say, it's ah. Stephen, obviously. One last thing, this is so stupid. You know Jane Mansfield, right? Yes. Do you know her daughter? Um, no. Her daughter is Mariska Hargitay. Fuck <laughs> I'm no not even way. kidding, it's like right in front of me. I didn't know that. I didn't know that Jane Mansfield was Mariska Hargitay's mother. Oh my god. I know, I know. I bet you there are listeners that are like, I don't know who either of these people are. <laughs> I don't know who Jane Mansfield is. You I just, don't. I I knew. I was like, what obscure, weird thing do you know Jane Mansfield from? I just know that you know her because of, I wouldn't say a very famous drag queen, but a drag queen that we've seen on television uh, you it has sort of like a, a James play on Mansfield. Name. Yeah, yes. and I know that you thought that was funny, so it's like obviously you know who Jane Mansfield is. Yeah, I just I have Mariska Hargitay. Oh, her fun is her name is so fun to say. It is funny, or it's fun to say. Absolutely, I, Mariska Hargitay's IMDb is up, and I saw Jane Mansfield, and that's her mom. But yes, Betty White, go watch Golden Girls because it's a fucking blast. I'm almost done, actually. I only have a couple episodes left of the last season. 
I gotta be honest with you. I feel like you told me that last year. I know because I have. I know I haven't been watching. It's because it's all about Dimension Twenty. It's all about Dimension Twenty. You know what? I might because of this episode. I might actually finish it. I didn't realize there was like a spinoff after Golden Girls. There's like a season. Yeah, Golden Palace. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, so, and um, what's his name? The guy that you don't like, um, War Machine. Why the hell can't I think of his name? War- oh, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle, yeah. <laughs> He's in that show. Do I not like Don Cheadle? Uh, you told me you didn't like Don Cheadle. I don't like War Machine. I don't like him as a character. Oh, okay. Um, I think because that- you what you don't like cripples, you don't like black people. <laughs> what is what is it? <laughs> I don't like Don Cheadle. That's what it is. I just, I hate him as a kid. <laughs> so we're back to Don Cheadle. Okay. <laughs> I'm just Got kidding. It. Anyway. I love, okay. So I just, this is so off topic, but it is so crazy that like Captain America Civil War. Oh again, this movie is like gospel to me. I fucking love it. But, but first off, War Machine is shot out of the sky and Tony Stark did not build a fucking parachute into his suit. <laughs> Just in case it went dead. Nope, nope, he crashes, right? Bam. All right. That was my problem with War Machine, is that he seemed like too, like I'm better than everyone else because I have a suit. Like, what what have you done besides wear that suit? He's like in the military. A lot of people are in the military. But he's a soldier. Like, he's like a successful, he's like a captain or something. He has some sort of like high military rank. A sergeant? I don't know. He is the king of the military. He's the war machine. (laughs) I'm a pacifist. Thank you. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. First off, you see it in the trailer that he like falls out of the sky. So we're like, okay, well, he can't die because they wouldn't have just shown a major character dying on screen in a trailer. (laughs) And he wakes up and he's right. He like cannot. Can you say what is called a bad word? I was say, let's, he let's is now to disabled. special needs. No, no, disabled. Disabled. Differently abled. No, disabled is the word. Is disabled bad though? No, I don't. From what I have learned, I think disabled is is the preferred okay. adjective. Disabled. He cannot walk. But literally, like the next scene, Tony's like, "Ooh, here's some magic legs." <laughs> What? And he can walk. <laughs> it's like what? And you never see him like, like he like is struggling in that one scene, and then like in everything else he's in for the rest of the MCU, he's like just walking around. Like, does he actually say here are some magical legs? Or no, but like, okay. <laughs> Jody Star gives him this sort of like. I don't know, he does this, like, mechanical thing to his legs so that they suddenly work again. But it was, like, the next scene. <laughs> like, the next time you see him. It just seems a little careless to me. I don't know. It's... You know, like, maimed this character and then, like, immediately fixed him. Like, okay, well, then why did you even do it? Like, put his ass in a wheelchair for, like, a movie. You know what I mean? Just really poor storytelling, I guess. I don't know. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, God bless Betty White. God bless uh, Bob Saget. God bless Meatloaf. God bless Louis Anderson. God bless America. And God bless you, Jordan. I want Betty White to bless me. She's such a fucking loser. <laughs> God is like looking down at you right now and he's like, what a bitch. Uh, no, I think he'd be like, yeah, okay. He'd understand. 